You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. No guards, no masters, only helpful advice. It's Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Morena Justine, how are you this morning? Morena Rachel, I'm well, and you? Very good, thank you. Uh, the listeners, as always, got a few things that they could do with a bit of help with. Uh, so let's crack into one here. We've got someone saying there's an office culture around eating our lunches at our desks and not properly taking a break. I want to be fully able to take mine, but I'm worried it's going to uh, hinder my relationship with the team. Is this something I should chat to my boss about? So I would say probably eating um, lunch uh, at your desk and not mingling during, you know, the lunch break and chatting with your team is more what would hinder, um, you know, team morale in in this workplace. So I actually, yeah, um, I just want to kind of just um, say that yeah, <laughs> and, and validate this person because I don't think that that really is a team culture that's just, you know... Um, being overworked basically uh whether you need to chat to your boss about it look people are setting norms and you don't need to follow those norms it's not working through your break is not okay you have your breaks you know there there's supposed to be moments where you unwind unplug and actually yeah connect with people or, or not really just relax yeah yeah um, so i don't think you need to feel pressure to do that at all do you need to chat about to your boss about it no if you want to should you i wouldn't say there's anything wrong with that um, you know, if you wanted to really be preemptive and, you know, just nip anything in the bud, yeah, have a chat with your boss. But I would say in terms of team morale, certainly working through your lunch break um, at your desk is not great for that. Mm. So I don't, I wouldn't worry that it will hinder your relationship. If anything, it might make other people feel free to do yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Maybe, maybe everyone else is stressing that. about that as well. Yeah. You never know. Uh, what else have we got here, Stella? Someone said, hey, Justine, can I get involved in my union if I'm a bit worried about the cost at the moment, just struggling financially and want to help and be involved but can't quite afford the fee? Yes, look, fair enough. Um, one thing I, I guess a couple of things, yeah. Um, many unions will have a sort of um, a metric which they define like what financial hardship looks like. And if you make under a certain amount, there's often um, options for reduced union dues and mm-hmm. things like that. So um, if you haven't looked into that uh, caller, please do, because, um, for instance, um, at you know, my union, if you earn over, I believe it was 30000 you get um, there's an option for a reduced, you know, union due. Um, if you, you know, if you sort of, if, you know, otherwise what I would say, um, just in general, is a lot of the time, you know, um, you know, I'm totally like, I think sometimes people can't afford things. Mm. I also do ask, I always ask people the other question though, is can you afford not to? So on average, unionized workplaces do tend to like earn 18% over median non-unionized workplaces. So mm-hmm. you do, there is like a, you know, like a obviously advantage of being in the union and when more people are in the union, you're able to negotiate better wage deals, right? So just think about that. I guess it's thinking about the both sides of that. But in the meantime, I would definitely look at whether there is, um, you know, um, some allowances and provisions for people earning under certain amounts and whether you would uh, qualify for that. Mm. In terms of how you can be involved while not a member, I, I think it is a little bit minimal. Um, it is, you know, it is really important that we, dues are really important. Um, and it's a way of kind of, you know, being unified, being together, and also resourcing the organization so it's able to fight for you. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, you know, if you can't do it right now, that doesn't mean you can't do it in the future. Um, so I don't, you know, it's not something to feel bad about if you're literally unable to do it, yeah? 
and you can still be a, a sort of um, you know an agitator and an educator and an organizer in your workplace. It just means you might you're not necessarily attached to the union at this stage. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, totally, totally makes sense. Uh, we've had someone who's sent us a message saying uh, that I, they recently went for three interviews and accepted a job that was quite an intensive process. In the process of onboarding, they casually mentioned I'd have to either work over Christmas time or be monitoring emails while I'm on leave. This doesn't feel right. Can they ask me to be working to some extent while I'm on leave? So this one comes back to your contract and what provisions are in your contract, okay? So I can't answer this question without this question without seeing the contract. Um, I w- generally speaking, if you're on leave, you're on leave and you're not required to work, okay? Um, it is on it is on us to set boundaries though. So a lot of workers do. We know that this happens. People, you know, check their emails while they're on leave. They take calls while they're on leave. Mm. They do little bits and bobs of work uh, while they're on leave. It's really it's not good practice to do that. And you are under you're setting that kind of precedent, just like eating lunch at your desk, right, and working through your lunch. It undermines your fellow colleagues, right? Because we, you know, we've all, you know, we we're negotiating for these terms and conditions. A lot of, um, you know former unionists of the past who in 1900s have fought for these these kinds of rights and entitlements and we need to take them. So that's mm. just like a little sort of me on my soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, check your contract. And if you are working through your leave, there needs to be some remuneration. So I need to see your contract. That is what I what I, um, I have to say, unfortunately, because there are some contracts where there are, um, you know, on-call allowances or there are provisions around being on-call or being um, yeah plugged in, and so I'm not quite sure. So your contract is your best bet. Um, if you are confused and you are a member of a union, that would be a good time to call your union and, and chat about that. If there's nothing in your contract, uh, you have the right to not work while you're on leave, um, and I would exercise that right if you you know if you feel confident in doing so. Especially if you're in a unionized workplace, your union will absolutely back you up um, on that. Um, but yeah, hopefully that's helpful, caller. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, Justine. Uh, very useful advice, as always. If you guys are listening and you would like Justine's help, you can always text your questions about employment or union stuff through to 5395, or you can message us on Instagram or Facebook. We try our best to be across that as much as possible. Uh, and you can also hit us up for renter's rights questions when we chat to Celine next week. Have a great uh, great fortnight, and we will talk to you again very soon, Justine. Thanks for that. Sounds good. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, take that, the man. Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-cut. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.